This is a Kitty Pod production. From Television City in Hollywood. Hey, man! I'm your pre-owned. I don't fool with no horses, boy. He's a habitual line stepper. Any savage at all, your mustache is crooked. Come on, man. What the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Oh my good, goodness gracious! Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. I demand the hour, the man of the power, too sweet to be sour. Plausibly live, but recorded in parts. From the rolling hills of Saratoga County, New York, it's the one, the only, Keep It To Yourself podcast. And now, here's your host, Jason Bullock. I have no idea who he is. But he was dug and dug. All right, that's enough, Morgan. And you're welcome to it as usual. This is episode number 136, hard to believe, of this little dog and pony show. Recording this in mid-September of 2021, and yours truly finds himself ready to head back to dear old Castleton University, alma mater for yours truly, for 16 years and now a 20-year affiliation with that fine institution of higher learning. I'll talk about all that next week in the episode to come next week. All right, well, let's get the social media plugs before we get ourselves in an even deeper hole than we already did, so we're just... We're stumbling out the gate here, folks, as could sometimes be the case. This podcast, you can follow on Twitter at keep underscore podcast. My civilian Instagram is Jason underscore 51838. So if there's any Instagram models out there, you know where to go. There's also the Keep It To Yourself Facebook page. And maybe those IG models will be hitting up the Kitty Pot Instagram once I decide to get that off the ground. So there you have it right there. Hope you're doing well. Hope this podcast finds you in good spirits. If you're not, well, cheer up. Worst things happen at sea. I don't know what else to tell you. Not much in the vanity portion. We'll get to that shortly, but I do have a shout-out, something I haven't done very much lately. I got a shout-out Heidi Sakari. That's Frank Sakari's wife, the woman to whom he's related by marriage. She now has a fourth business going in addition to Talk House and Franklin Alley Social Club. And a third business, which I don't know about, maybe photography, who knows. Anywho, it's she and a few of her friends have pulled the money together to get this business going called Metal Art Catering. And these people specialize in vegan cuisine. Now, as I record this, not this coming Sunday, but the one thereafter, is going to be a pop-up event at Talk House of all places. I've been at Talk House almost two years. Thank you, COVID. And just want to get the... Just want to get the announcement out here that you have tickets available and you got to get those online if you are interested in, in the least ways of attending. So there you have it. Good luck to them. As for actual stuff I did, it wasn't much. The 20th anniversary of 9-11. I was watching uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000 on YouTube. 8.46 came. I paused the video, took a moment's silence, and then back at it. Then I went grocery shopping. I know this is mundane stuff, but we recently had the first Trader Joe's to open here in the rolling hills of Saratoga County from whence I'm coming to you today or tonight, depending on when you're listening to this. 
Now, Trader Joe's get, does get a bad reputation in some circles for having small-ass parking lots. It looked rather big to me, yet parking off the side of the building. The first Trader Joe's to hit the capital region of New York had additional parking in the back. And I remember when it first opened, it caused quite a stir that members of the local police department were called in to help out with traffic flow in and out of the property. So there you go right there. No such things needed. And it's, you know, Trader Joe's. You've seen one, you've seen them all. So I got a couple of things there. I don't know if I'll be going on a full shopping trip. I was looking for cream cheese and they didn't have any. So I'll just go with the Alley's up the road. By the way, Alley's, same company that owns that company, owns Trader Joe's. Information for life. So there you have it right there. So not much going on. I don't think this episode is going to have much going on, but I sure hope you enjoy it. That music can only mean one thing, ladies and gentlemen. It's time to take another trip into Jason's Sports Corner. It's going to be a brief one, as they have been recently. But still, if this isn't your bag, feel free to fast forward through this segment, however short it is. Just want to briefly talk of the Yankees win on the anniversary of September 11th. This was this past Saturday. It was a wonderful night. City Field, Queens, New York. The Mets brought out a number of their old ball players, many of whom were from that 2001 team, along with members of like the New York Police Department, the New York Fire Department, Port Authority Police, other vital organizations that helped out in the recovery, both of the bodies from the World Trade Center and, in general, the healing of New York City. And I remember the night of the original game, the first baseball game to take place in New York since 9-11. That was the night of my sister's rehearsal dinner. She would be married the following day. I was home, obviously, for the ceremony as I was one of the groomsmen, so my presence was certainly needed. Well, my brother almost now have known too many people back in the day. He had to go into the family to help out, but none of that. Get back to the lecture at hand here. Mike Piazza hit that home run. Well, 20 years later, the Mets looked to make history of that sort again, but the Yankees were too much for him. Aaron Judge. All rise. Two home runs, including a monster shot in the eighth inning to tie the game at seven, or help break the game open at least. And the Yankees hung on. Or roll this Chapman a bit of a rocky road in the ninth, but the Cuban missile came out firing. And the Bronx Bombers held on. It was quite the atmosphere. I watched it on television. Thanks to YouTube TV, one of the rare occasions I get to watch the Yankees on the old box. It was quite the ceremony, as I stated earlier. The Yankees and Mets recreated their uniforms from 9-11. Had the American flag with the yellow fringe on the, the back of the jerseys, right in the collar, you know, right back of the neck. And had kind of the atmosphere. One guy had the We Believe sign from 20 years earlier, like did a recreation. It was almost like an exact recreation of the atmosphere 20 years ago. So it was quite an ethos and it was a great game. Now, unfortunately, the Yankees dropped that series two games to three. And as of recording, the Yankees are out of the 2021 MLB postseason as Toronto and our arch rival, the Boston Red Sox. I say, I don't have anything to do with it. I wish I had be better off. But anyway, uh, Yankees will not be in the postseason for the first time since, I believe, 2016. 
And by the first time under Aaron Boone. I hope he gets the sack after this one. All right, enough of that. That's Jason Sports Corner, brief as it was. Okay, we're not done with the sports talk just yet. Sorry. Feel free to fast forward through this segment too, especially if you're not a fan of football, because that's what we're going to talk right now. It's the Stone Cold Lead Pipe Lock of the Century of the Week, week number two. And give you a little recap for last week. I thought the Patriots-Dolphins game was going to be a real score fest, especially with two young quarterbacks. Boy, did I overplay my hand. I am off to a rough start, much like the Giants. 0-1 last week, but here's where we can recover. Now, a little explanation here. This is where I decided to modify the rules from last year. I decided to pick a game from either the NFL or the college slate that weekend. And if we got a doozy on the ladder. So without any further ado, let hindrance or delay, here's your official pick. Maestro? For the first time in a while, we're going back to college football, as I stated up top. And it's a renewal of a classic rivalry. Nebraska versus Oklahoma. 50 years ago in 1971, these two teams duked it out in Lincoln, Nebraska in what was and still is called the game of the century. Well, a lot of things have happened since then. Nebraska has bolted the Big 12 Conference for the Big 10. In a year from now, Oklahoma along with Texas are going to leave the Big 12 for the SEC, the Southeastern Conference. So what better way to celebrate 50 years of one of the greatest college football games ever to be played and to have the two old rivals get back on it. This game will take place in Norman, Oklahoma. The Sooners well, kind of a weird situation two weeks ago. They hosted Tulane. Well, actually, they didn't host Tulane. It was a Tulane home game because of Hurricane Ida. So the Sooners said, hey, you come on and play in our little stadium there. Come on. And they beat the Green Wave in a quote-unquote away game, which is held in their own team, weird as it is. Meanwhile, Nebraska, I remember back when I was a kid, the Cornhuskers were an absolute turn in the mid-90s. They got a national championship out of it. Put Tom Osborne's name out there, became a household name. Well, the last quarter century or so has not been telling you the Cornhuskers. Nebraska's 2-0, but you know how it is with the big school. They get some... Dog meat opponents there from Western Conference have been just absolutely with their butt. This is going to be the first real test for the Cornhuskers. The fifth year phenom and Adrian Martinez from Nebraska, but I wouldn't know him from Adam. So, taking all that into account, I'm going to take the Sooners. Boomer Sooner plus the points, minus 22 and a half. It's going to be a real disappointment if this gets to be a real nail biter, especially down the stretch. So, there you have it. Oklahoma, minus the points. This has been the Stone Cold Lead Pipe Lock of the Century of the Week. Going back to college edition. In other news on the podcast front, before we wrap up here, got to get some shout-outs. Greens from Allentown, Peter Winston, broke down an episode of WWF Superstars. And this is from the more recent past. Okay, I'm stretching it a little bit. Episode was from November 10th, 2011. It had to do with, well, he was Daniel Bryan at the time. Now, Brian Danielson. He's back to his Christian name in AEW. Meanwhile, in GFA Live, two episodes of note. Peter and Keith Langston broke down an episode of WWF Wrestling Challenge from August 11th, 1991. And most recently, they did a live watch of the 1998 comedy classic Dirty Work featuring Norm MacDonald, who sadly 
passed away earlier this week, RIP to an absolute comedic legend. On the sportscaster, Steve Bennett did an interview with Nick Underhill, and we had a mix of three previous interviews, one of which involved Nicole Auerbach. I've mentioned those in previous episodes. The Breaking Down Show, a lot of great episodes. Pete A. Turner talked to Jack Morley for the basketball version of Last Chance Youth. If you haven't seen it on Netflix, what are you even doing? What are you doing listening to this podcast? And Martha Bolton talked about the letters she got from Bob Hope, or letters that were sent to him from U.S. servicemen. I haven't told you this story. My dad, many years ago, went to see Bob Hope when he was in the Navy. He was on the USF John F. Kennedy, Bob Hope was, and he did a show there. He's one of many ships whose crew went on to see this USO holiday show when he was on tour. What a cast of characters. Johnny Bench of the Cincinnati Reds, Miss World 1971, Ursula Andress, and, of course, Dean Martin's Gold Diggers. They are quite the attraction for the sailors and the sea dogs, let me tell you. Also on the Break It Down show most recently, Bert Sarkinen told you how to make hybrid timber and the Smart Cult with Frederick DeBoer. So a lot of great stuff to dig into. And the Loyal Littles podcast, Ash Ryasam and Maurice Werner made their way onto the pod. This is an art. Even though the hosts are a married couple, I would greatly dispute that claim. But anyway, hope you check those podcasts out. As for this little dog and pony show, we're available on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, on Spotify, or your podcatcher of choice. If your podcatcher to which you're listening to this podcast has reading and review capabilities, make sure you give me a five-star rating and a good write-up. Please and thank you in advance. All right, folks, time to end the episode with this thing called One More Thing. And this is where I get to something that I didn't have time to get to in the body of the episode. And we're going to switch it up here. We're going to do the Friday Five from the TK Little Smart and Funny Facebook page. And the person responsible for this sort of thing is Claire Natola, who helped run this club, or this group, actually. And speaking of clubs, this is the first question. In addition to being a little, to which other groups do you belong? An explanation. Groups can be formal organizations, organizations, talk much, such as professional or fraternal clubs, or they could be informal collections of like-minded folks such as the littles. Well, I don't belong to any fraternal organizations like the Elks, the Eagles, the Moose, the Pigeons, the Three-Toed Sloth, something like that. I'm not a veteran, so that puts me out of the Veterans of Foreign Wars, the American Legion. Though my dad did get an invite to his local chapter before we moved down here to Half Moon. As for yours truly, I don't belong to any fraternal organizations like the Elks, the Moose, the Eagles, the Pigeons, the Three-Toed Sloth, anything like that. But I'm a member of uh, informal like-minded groups. I'm considered a Sklar bro. That means you're a fan of... Randy and Jason Sklar, the Sklar Brothers, twin Jewish comics from St. Louis. I was a Maury and still am, even though Jay Moore Sports has long since left the airways of Fox Sports Radio. Shout out Jay Cobb, Brad Hutchings, Old Man Cease Beeston, Travanti Harmio, etc. Member of Castleton University alumni. And I've sat in on a few alumni association meetings. Shout out Sparty. Homecoming this weekend. Be safe. Have fun. Mask up if you go inside any buildings. Maybe the pavilion. But who knows? On to question number two now. People always say, I remember where I was when 
insert historic event here happened. But what's the dumbest or least consequential thing you remember where you were for? And just out of silliness, I said, I remember where I was when I heard Anthony Beeson sing, I have a piano for the first time ever. Rob Colpin right above me says, I remember where I was when I saw Anthony Beeson sing, I have a piano live for the first time. And Mr. Beeson for his part says, I was at the Space Needle in Seattle when I discovered that Elder Plank salmon is very delicious. <laughs> oh, man. All right, question number three. Name something in sports that you think represents an unfairness slash injustice slash bad break. Well, back to Jason's sports corner. Sorry, folks. As a Giants fan, last night's loss, I'm recording this bit on Friday, the 17th of September. Their loss last night against WFT, that penalty against... Somebody on Giants special teams. As a Yankees fan, most of this season has been a bad break. And I'll bet a dollar to a donut that Louis Croco, that's Chuck from the Loyal Littles podcast, has a big old grin on his face upon reading this. Or hearing this on the pod. <laughs> Question number four. Do you have any tattoos? If so, what you got? If you're not a tattoo person in this world but became one in an alternate universe, what tattoo would you get? And I said, none. That's it. That's the list. And speaking of the end, finally, number five, which of society's great mysteries would you like to know the answer to? I said, how come hamburger buns come in packs of eight, but hot dog buns come in packs of 12? And that's it. That's the list. There you have it, folks. The Friday Five. Big shout to Claire Natola for the Friday Five. And we're going to get on out of here as this is the end of episode 136 of the Keep It To Yourself podcast. I appreciate all of you out there for listening. Once again, to my fellow Spartans, I hope you have a wonderful time at homecoming. If you listen to this podcast and you see me out on campus, give me a big old Arkansas howdy, even though we're in Vermont. To everybody else, have yourself a great, happy, and safe weekend, and I will talk to you next time. As always, and above all else, speaking of Castleton, wait for it. In fourth now. I'll just say, keep smiling. Otis lives. Sit, boo boo, sit. Good dog. <laughs> Back again, Burt Reynolds in a commanding lead with $14. Hey, hey uh, check out the podium. Look at this. Mr. Reynolds has apparently changed his name to Turd Ferguson. That's right. Turd Ferguson. It's a funny name. You make me sick when you speak, Morris.